0: You are listening to a Nerd Room podcast production. We, the, nerd. Bunch of nerds. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Nerd Room's Toy Stream Live, our escape from the everyday into the world of toys and collecting i'm one of your hosts for this evening my name is tim and i'm joined here by my brother in collecting ian what's going on man
1: all good man all good i'm just excited
0: to talk toys it's been
1: it's been a minute man it's been a while lots of things happened we had the whole big christmas holidays and uh i know we've been really busy so it's nice to to be back here chatting with you and Hopefully a couple of other people later on. Um, but yeah.
0: Yeah, man. Well, it's it's always good time chatting with you. Always good time chatting toys. It's it's been an interesting start to the year for sure. The end of last year with the holidays and kind of the slowdown with the six-inch figures that we've all been talking about, the expensive toys really weighing in on our ability to expand the collection. I would say most of us in our, are in a contraction piece or our time with uh, with our collections, kind of really debating where we're gonna go next. And we're actually gonna get into that. We gotta kind of An exciting stream to discuss this week or discuss the exciting topics here because we're not only going to talk about what we've picked up in January out on the hunt, but we're also going to talk about our forward-looking plans for collecting in 2023. This is something that most people are perpetually revisiting as they look at the rooms, as they become claustrophobic with what's sitting around them, as they feel a little tired with what's on their shelves, and they start to look elsewhere for where else they can focus their efforts, their money into uh, into what makes them happy because collecting ebbs and flows, my man. It it is always changing for me. I was a inbox hard modern collector, and now I'm an out of the box vintage collection or vi- vintage collector, I should say. And um, and we're gonna kind of get into all of that today, as well as talk about something that's become a more recent topic of discussion, particularly between yourself and me. With regards to an 80s icon in ET, ET has become this like weird focal point for me ever since you and I started talking. You got me kind of hyped. I've got some actual unboxings to do today on some figures. Wow. And so it's, uh, it really took a hold of me and it kind of fit really nicely with this vintage piece and kind of the ever expanding, um, Nostalgia end of, of how I collect But uh, but man, let's get into it Let's let's get, just jump straight into it You know, welcome to those that are watching on the live stream To those that are watching the replay And those that are listening on The podcast feed As we are going to drop this directly into it And so we like the visual aspect Of YouTube But we also like to drop this in for the listeners To get a, a different flavor inside of that podcast feed And so we hope everyone enjoys tonight But man, let, let's talk about it Collecting in 2023 January first month is behind us, and I got to be honest with you, man. I had a pretty solid month. It's been very, very quiet for me for six, eight months, but I probably yeah. had my my biggest month in in the better part of half a year this past month in January, kind of walking into twenty twenty three. I've stabilized a little bit. Figure out what I what I want to do. And the first thing I'm actually going to show off is uh, I've gotten really back into kind of Lego collecting. Um okay. and just like organizing and and trying to do a few builds but one thing i found what that i thought was really cool was didn't know this existed it was in the lego store and they have these like this minifig set from the infinity saga um and it's just like a handful of minifigs that i built um and it was like on sale for like 15 bucks and i thought it was like a really cool way to expand my uh my minifig collection because this is my minifig collection here i'm going to show you uh this is just the heroes but that's my MCU minifig collection. Oh, nice. Um and they did those like uh those packs uh last year where you had like you got like the Disney Plus characters and all that. And so I've really enjoyed doing the the minifig stuff. Um Lego is expensive though. This was pretty decent. Um but it's it's a cool way to get like Korg and Valkyrie and Atari yeah, nice. soldier there. Um it's so yeah. like
1: about Legos. There's like those just those little minifigs like I I kind of moved away from Lego just for the the idea of when you kind of display it, you know, it kind of collects dust and yes, it's it's always a hard one to to look after. Like you know, they fall off your shelf and it's kind of game over. Um, but yeah, it's it's always like at uh, Christmas, always t- tend to get something Lego.
0: Mm-hmm. I got the uh, let me try and grab it. Yes, I love bringing new stuff in. <laughs> there you go. Here is James Bond. Oh, cool.
1: Um. What, what's the car db db, DB? i don't know DB? man i'm not james Bond. <laughs> but yeah just like it was just a little little thing that uh, i got in kind of stuck in Finland, just to to open it up and put them together it's always fun lego there's something something really cool about it even like when my kids get their little mini fig packs and you don't know what's inside and you kind of mm-hmm. rip them open yeah those something blind bags are awesome them.
0: like that's what yeah. a lot of these uh these all these disney plus ones were were uh were blind bags and you can see the top row there you can see like that loki the wow. white vision the scarlet witch um the captain america it's... So you don't get any duplicate. you get like duplicates oh or yeah like i people. i had to buy there's i don't know six figure minifigs and i bought like i don't know a dozen or so packs of mm-hmm. them um you do like you get the the blind bags and you're kind of feeling around and you can kind of feel stuff like you can feel the falcon's wings in there and so you knew what was in there you could feel uh you could feel i think uh scarlet witch's hair um and so yeah but i end up getting duplicates and there's a there's a bunch from what if as well in that in that line so so yeah minifigs it's i kind of it ebbs and flows for me lego because like like you i enjoy the builds but displaying stuff is very hard yeah. and it can get really expensive too like i'm down to a handful of sets a year i just built this mcu set actually too this yeah, is the that's a great uh, one yeah the the Baby mini group, group or the young group from volume two and like this is these these 18 plus builds as they're called or these adult focus builds with they usually have like the black boxes and that i love yes. them i think they're phenomenal and but they're
1: pricey though right yeah they're so pricey those, the yeah, optimus they just... prime one like i saw that on a shelf <clears throat> and i picked it I'm like, man i'm gonna get this and put it down Heldy, I'm like going to the staff. How much is this? He was like a Lego pop-up. And he told me it was like the price of a hot toy. And I'm just That's... thinking like, what? Like, whoa, whoa, like uh, a Lego it's... set?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. These helmets, you can see the one behind me, the uh, the Iron Man. They were mm-hmm. originally, I think around the $60 mark, $60, $70 mark. And there's a Star-Lord one that they just announced that will be coming out alongside a Volume 3. And mm-hmm. it's upwards of $100. For it, like I'm, I'm gonna get it, but holy man, it is. They're only like about this big, right? They're not like it's not. Yeah, they're not huge. Here, I'll grab. You can can see just for scale, like next to my head, and in my hand. Like I'm, I'm a normal size dude, and it's not, it's not huge. Like it's, they're, they're small. They're, they're great builds, but expensive, expensive, man. So yo, what's up? We got lost in comics in the chats here, as well um what's going on guys here for some collecting some et talk and uh we're going to be actually joined by the uh um gathering the geeks boys emma and chris are going to drop by for the et talk in about 20 minutes or so and so we're gonna we're gonna kind of zoom through our pickups here and look forward but ian you know lego is something that that i'm kind of focused on right now amongst many other things what's 2023 looking like and what's something you've kind of grabbed that that supports that forward look for you
1: yeah, well, I'm like you, like I'm all over the place with the collecting. Like I've gone up and down and here and there with different things. Like I was, you know, big into statues and vintage stuff like a long time ago. And then I jumped onto the the kind of six scale stuff, uh, the six inch stuff, hmm. the 112 scale. Um, then I went over to the the larger scale stuff to the kind of hot toys going up to a one six scale. And it was kind of, you know, you guys in that, the kind of community that we belong to with the Nerd Room, that kind of got me back into the smaller stuff. But now, man, like, you know, Christmas time came. And I think, you know, just because I couldn't go home again this year, um, last year, you know, Santa decided to spoil me a little with uh, bringing me a lot of nice little figures and toys and stuff. And it just became this overload of all these Mm -hmm. figures that I'm opening. I spent most of January not buying stuff, but just actually opening stuff. Uh, And it's now just got to a point where it's kind of a bit out of control. And I look around, I just feel like, you know, it's, it's, some shelves look a bit cluttered and some mm. look a little bit unorganized. So I think for, for 2023, for me, like I'm starting to scale back and maybe start with the, the smaller scale stuff, um, maybe even sell some of it. I think I kind of got a bit carried away and then maybe move back towards the the 1.6 scale and, and the Hot Toys. Um, so, yeah, I kind of got a bit lucky with, with the Hot Toys. A couple of things popped up uh this month was i don't know if we can see it there because my microphone's there. there is a mando it's it's here Let me yeah i can there. see it yeah onto sharp mode so here's the chrome version of the mandalorian um and i missed the the pre-order on that and hot toys the hot Toys store toy sapiens contacted me and they said they have they had one and wondered if i wanted it but it was like the deluxe one i didn't want all these extra pieces i didn't want the deluxe version um but, yeah, I, I kind of went with that and got that. And then this one came here. there. I found this new store, which sells hot toys at a great price. And let's get her on. So Ooh. here we have Bo-Katan Hot Toy.
0: Whoa. That's sweet, um,
1: man. And she's great. I don't know where her helmet is.
0: Which is, is, there, is her hair color a little off? It looks dark. Yeah,
1: well, this is the thing. I'm actually going to put this helmet on. Um. Because you know, I do love love that helmet. Um, I don't know why they went with the dark color and the hair. She has like red that, hair,
0: though, doesn't she? She
1: does, yeah. I think that's the the biggest complaint with this. Like, I saw reviews, and everyone's kind of loving this. The detailing on the thing on mm-hmm. it is beautiful on the armor. Um, the body that they use isn't great. It's kind of like a single joint there in, in her arm, so she's not very great at posing, which she's a bit. Um, a bit worrying when it comes to a kind of Bo-Katan who you, you want kind of flying through the air and stuff. Um, but she looks great. But yeah, that hair, like, I think the head sculpt came off better than I was expecting. In hand, it looks better. Some people are saying it looks a bit like John Cena. How? Um, no. I, <laughs> I don't see that. <laughs> but the hair, it, but, jumped, like it
0: immediately jumped at it to me. Yeah, and I wonder dark.
1: if there are any people who've done any customs with, because it wouldn't be such a hard thing, especially if you're kind of good at painting just to to put a coat of like a slightly yeah. uh, reddish tint on there. Um, but yeah, I was super excited to, to kind of get that. Like I did really want to get the Mandalorian, but I do already have the, the previous release. So it's just kind of like an upgrade. Um, but this was one that I was really looking forward to getting. Um, and then this then led to me picking up another bo-katan purchase which let me get this just to because they're related <laughs> I'll, I'll tell them to get that
0: whoa <laughs> you got a stream in that series. dude is that the which what series where is that from so
1: this is the hasbro black series the helmet, um, yeah helmet, wow. and it's from it's from of course the the mandalorian one um but it's really weird because like some stores are selling this for a crazy price but amazon had it on there and they had it so i think it was 27 percent off and nobody was buying them and then they dropped the price again and then they knocked 20 percent off the discounted price oh. and it just got so cheap it was like more than half more than half price so i picked it up and this came a couple of days ago um and yeah like i've got some of the other helmets at the top there but this one for some reason it seems like they've put a lot more work into this just the weathering on it is, is yeah. really good and the the tint like on the the blue kind of changes throughout the helmet. So it's, uh, yeah, this was another exciting pickup. That's cool. What a
0: piece. I've seen people do comparisons of the, I think the most recent Boba Fett one from, from the black series from Hasbro to like a, what would be traditionally like a higher end helmet. And they are almost indistinguishable. The two of them with the amount of weathering, like you said, the focusing on the detailing on those things. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. I I think it's, it's good what they're doing. The, The Boba Fett, I've got the Boba Fett one up there. Um, and it is good. It is good, but you can tell sometimes with the weathering, like the silver and stuff, you can you know, you can see how it's just it's kind of painted on. Um up close it doesn't look as good as maybe, mm. you know, a, a custom one. Um the Bo Katan one, I don't know why. It just seems to they've done a little bit better. Like they've added scratches and even like the silvers have got darker shades in it. So it actually okay. looks like it is a real, you know, a, a real blaster um mark and stuff. So it's it's really cool. So I do like that one a lot.
0: Right on, man. Right on. Well, you spoke about six-inch figures there, and that's something that, like, as you said, as we got to know each other, and there's, like, always this influence back and forth with regards to what exactly we're all collecting. And six-inch has always been, since about 2015, has been a big piece of my my collecting. And what up, Sergio? Good to see you back, man. Great show this uh, this morning. What's going on, Phil? Um, but six-inch has always been a big piece of of my collecting and i'd really shied away from it more recently like in the last six months but something came across discount i i've been buying a lot of marvel legends or i had been in the past uh unbox and so you get them for like half price because marvel legends are an insane price up in canada like they're closing in on 50 bucks a piece canadian which is expensive so that'd be like upwards of 30 plus in the states and yeah. that but I was able to get like four awesome figures here. So the first one I'll show here is I was able to get the, the redone winter soldier. Oh, um, nice. and so this is an update from 2014. They did a winter soldier, but what they had used was like the comic buck, which was thinner, slimmer. Um, the head sculpt was okay, but not super great. Like this one is, is phenomenal. There's another head kick around here somewhere where you got like the Bucky Barnes, like you got the Sebastian Stan head sculpt, like, like these that are these are really good. These are yeah. phenomenal figures, these these more recent ones. And then you've got the um the Mbaku, which came out in the legacy line. Um again, phenomenal head sculpt with uh yeah. with the Mbaku. Um just, just just crazy. And then uh I I've kind of made this rule for 2023. I said, okay, for Marvel Legends, I'm only doing MCU Infinity Saga figures. Mm-hmm. But but, you know, you, I, sometimes you got to break rules. So when I draw on that line, it was kind of after Loki is after Multiverse of Madness and all this. And so they had recently came out with a few more Loki figures. I said, OK, I'm cool to continue with the Loki figures. I really like that show. And they'd come out with some some ones from season one. And so I got the classic Loki um, there, which is really cool figure, too.
1: Yeah, um, see that one. I saw that. I did see that one in a Toys R Us, and hmm. it was the price was insane. Yeah, this was forty
0: five dollars here, and I got this for about half price. Um, but forty five wow, bucks yeah. is what it is up here. The cool thing about this one is you see the hands, like there's hand. Like this this is like right on his hands. So, oop. and so you can see like the molded plastic right on the hands there to yeah. kind of give it this like really cool look of of what he's doing, and then you've got a head swap. as well heads, yeah right yeah another head more stoic look head um there which is great and then you get like little hands that pop on to for for proper hands and then this is another figure i had to get um he who remains jonathan majors um another phenomenal sculpt If you can see that like these are these are crazy good figures um and because he's gonna be such a major player in the mcu going forward and quantum mania coming up here in a couple of weeks. I could not resist grabbing this uh, this figure either. So trying to fill it that Loki line a little bit. And um, I just recently bought the a uh, last shelving unit to go behind me here um that I'm gonna fill up the wall. So I'm actually gonna be able to get my MCU Marvel Legends up. I've got like a uh, hundred and twenty some odd figures. <laughs> Um, in that, in that line. And so it's nice to kind of be able to pick and choose some of this stuff now. And that was one of the big things, you know, putting rules I, as a collector, we're always kind of putting these rules and constraints and then subsequently breaking them. Um, but my point with putting the MCU infinity saga, it's where I was, of course, the most invested, but it allows me to pick and choose a few figures a year. Cause they're not doing a whole bunch from phases one through three anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And if you want to see what's missing, you can actually go check out a YouTube video I just chucked up on this channel, uh, the top 10 missing MCU figures from phases one through three that uh, that I think should be made um, in these legacy lines, the same legacy line that they're reissuing. Like this was a Build-A-Figure originally. Um, they've reissued it as like a full single purchase figure, which is great too. Yeah, so, nice. Yeah, it's the, the MCU, man. It's, uh, I'm excited about it and I'm excited to be back into the Marvel Legends game. I, I cannot can't stay away from it it seems. Um I've really Yeah,
1: legends. Legends is one I just don't I don't know where I stand with it now. I just don't know do I keep going or do I not? Like I do have like a shelf up here of just legends mm-hmm. and I kind of stick to the comic book character versions. What's what's your right. boundary though? Like is it just comic book or is it like are you well, in it's the Spider-Man no, it's, universe it's, or Well, it's usually things that I've read or think, you know, characters that I like. Mm-hmm. So I try not to buy things I don't get, you know, random figures that I, I've never heard of unless you know, it looks really cool, or I see mm-hmm. a kind of good review of it. Um, but it got to a point like he, here they were already pretty expensive, and it's just so hard to get hold of them now. And now, you know, to be honest, the the figures that I have kind of make up majority of what I would say are my kind of mm-hmm. main figures, the pe- the characters that are kind of more invested in. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like, you do, I do see some of these live live action ones, and I think like, do I want to buy them? Because they some of them look great. You know, yep. Marvel Legends, it's sometimes there's a complete miss and they do release things that are just total trash. And, you know, they still charge the same amount of money. But some of them are just so good and the head sculpts are really great on them. Um, yeah, I picked up the, the kind of forever Shuri, but it doesn't come with a head sculpt. But, you know, it's still it's a very basic figure.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I think I paid more than I should have considering what it comes with. But it just looks really great on the shelf and there are nice little details. So I don't know. Like, I I can't hold back sometimes,
0: but I feel like I should. I should have a bit more focus. Yeah, the focus is always tough. It's always tough, and especially in the the six-inch scale because, you know, you've got Marvel Legends, you've got Black Series, and you've also got NECA, which is, like, NECA is almost impossible to resist, and and I couldn't this past weekend. I ended up grabbing another Back to the Future uh, yeah. figure this is from Back to the Future Two, and this this 35th anniversary line. I guess we're well past the 35th anniversary now, but that's kind of what it was originally pointed at. And this is the uh this is the Doc Brown
1: from uh, Back to the Future Two. That is a great figure, man. I've seen that in store, and just like looking at the necker, the detailing on the necker is just Crazy. so good. The amount of accessories that they come with, and for the price, and they're really really kind of hard, well made. Yeah. study figures but that is a great that is a really good one
0: yeah you can see like the emergency cash in there and like you can open that and it's got like the cash and you've got like the newspaper in the back you've got the little camera he uses at the start some head swaps like three head swaps or three yeah. heads i should say two head swaps in there this big yellow coat i've got the the marty mcfly from back to future 2 as well i just finished the the lego back to the future uh, the delorean um and even inside of that you can do back to future 1 delorean 2 or 3 so you can put the Mr. Fusion or for 3 you can put all the the stuff they put on the the hood for back to the future 3 and yeah you can't these these figures they're expensive like these are these are up actually they're not too different from Marvel Legends now to be honest with you, like these are traditionally up in the kind of 40 to $50 range here in Canada. I was, I had a gift card to a place and these were 20% off. So they actually came out pretty reasonable to be honest with you. Um, but these, I've just been kind of picking at these back to the future things. I believe there's a Griff that's available as there well. Is, yeah. 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 So there's, you can see at the bottom, there's a Griff tannin, um, as well. And I've got the other, like, including this one, I've got the other four on the back here, the uh, Doc Brown and the Marty from Back to Future 1. Um, they haven't done any Back to Future 3 stuff yet, which is interesting. I don't know if it's, uh, uh, if they've announced it or if they plan on doing it, because that's always kind of, like, something that's that, you know, kind of comes and goes with NECA. They do these things in kind of slow and steady ways, which is nice. And, you know, they they, uh, they do
1: re-releases as well, like reissues. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Like, I bought, like, a whole Alien line. Um, and I thought they were great figures back in then. They were cheap, cheapers uh, than they are now, but they re-released a lot of them. I think they released actually all of them. And just with updated head sculpts and like the paintwork and, and the detailing on the face now is just so much better than it was before. Yeah. You know, I've got yeah. my night like, down right
0: down here. Now I just don't want to look at them because I've seen these ones that just look so much better. It's, um, it's crazy. Like how far NECA, I would say that if I was going to knock NECA for something, even in the last like three four years, when it's like the turtles which you've got behind me there, when it's like Alien, when it's Predator, when it's anything that is kind of alien like, uh, there you go. There's a, the last this, one that just this came. This thing out is. Too. I mean,
1: this. So uh, this is probably what my figure of the year last year. Yeah, and that's a naked. The amount of accessories this thing comes with is insane. It's such a beautiful, great looking figure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there the the problem was is like and even pull up the uh the marty here like this is the marty from the back of the future so this came out a couple of years ago three four years ago and i would say that's an okay face skull. like it's it's good from angles but it's not perfect and i would say that this how would you rate this
1: one how would you rate who do you think this is (laughs) (laughs) who is that well the fact that you don't know is 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 probably a little problematic this yeah, is so, the Last
0: of Us. I was gonna say it's it, the Last of Us, right? Ellie.
1: So this is, yeah. But I mean, this is the Last of Us two. So you might not be as familiar with the face. I pre-ordered this, and when I opened it, I wasn't exactly blown away. It's nice to have because I know who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as you said, like sometimes this was a oh, this is like a, a double set. I've just killed Nitiri. Um, okay. But this yeah. was this was Joel. Of course, this isn't Pascal, so it's the the game version. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say it's spot on. I think, as you said, from certain angles you can see, it, and then other angles you can't. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I agree with
0: you on on that. Sometimes they they're getting better, and there. like Black Series was this way too. If you look at the original layers that came out, the uh, the new Hope layer, actually the one that I've got right there in the case, it's horrendous. Like it looks it looks like a porcelain doll. It looks nothing, yeah. and then they re-release it with a much better head sculpt. And the, the Luke in there, actually, those whole first ones aren't aren't fantastic. So it's uh, the head sculpt, the face sculpts are are come have come a long way um, in Marvel Legends Black Series, and even Neck is really stepping up with this. Like this Doc Brown looks really good too. It's um, yeah, I
1: saw a Kurt Russell um, yeah, so the good. Thing from the Thing, and that was probably one of the best head sculpts I've seen at that, in that scale. Like mm. it, it's such a good likeness but just again like the little details on it um you know it was much better than anything i'd seen from like high range stuff such as like the mafics or the figure arts so yeah i think i think they are they are stepping up their game i think when they release them once and then they kind of work on them and improve them next time they tend to be you know a big it's a big step up when they release a new figure that first one is is sometimes a little a little iffy
0: it's so difficult because sometimes you want to play the cooler on these a little bit is that you get like these initial figures and they're not good, but they drop them later. And even like the build a figure stuff, like I was saying with the, the Winston Duke Mbaku figure, like this is a very difficult figure or was a very difficult figure to get in the build a figure. Cause you had to buy a whole bunch of, of other figures and some of them were harder to get in, in the black series line, but this one, they re-released it as a, as a single purchase figure. And they did that with an Ultron figure and they've done that with a few others, Uh vulture. They did that too. And so you kind of got to kind of got to wait and see on some of these things. It's And usually those first figures are concept art figures too. And from mm-hmm. Marvel legends and blacks, not so much black series, but Marvel legends. And so they're not screen accurate. And so you get like a second release of them um so you see there but uh but ian you got it you got i off- oh sorry
1: you don't you don't know but the, the only thing is you don't know like whether mm-hmm. it's good to pick them up or not with nika because the thing is like the turtles like those turtles came out and you know they got became so popular that it got to a point where you couldn't get them anywhere yeah but like the last ronin one like i rushed to get that thing and it's a great figure but now stores have it here like on sale like you yeah know, i've they've, seen it on they've sale knocked too it down and You know, people aren't. I guess it's not as familiar as uh, the character, but sometimes you know those figures do come out, especially when they get positive reviews. Um, You know, if they pop up on YouTube and stuff, like sometimes they're impossible to get ever again. Like I want the secret of the used turtles, but Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to get those. You'll get
0: them. NECA's really good at re-releasing figures, and so they don't let the the secondary market kind of own the figures, which is kind of nice where the turtles, like the ones I've got behind me here, um, I've got two sets because I bought the, a second set for the head sculpts. The first set I had to buy at second hand, and they're really difficult to get for quite some time, but then they re-released them in single packs. They re release them in double packs, and that's what we're going to do with the Secret of the Use. You're going to see them in a a double pack as well, and so NECA is really good about that, um, getting subsequent waves that, like, these Back to the Future figures were hard to find for a little bit, um, but they're pretty plentiful now. And I think that NECA is also found its way into bigger retail stores over the last couple of years too. They're not just in specialty comic book shops or specialty shops They're You can find them at Walmart. You can find them at uh, Target. You can find them at Toys R Us. They're just in a different section. They're not in the mm-hmm. toy section. They're in like a collector section, at least here for Toys R Us. And so um, it makes buying them a little bit easier. And so I I don't get too concerned about any modern figure, to be honest with you, anymore. Um, Unless it's like a Celebration exclusive or an SCCC exclusive, then then you might need to grab something like that Um, or like a Loot Crate exclusive. Sometimes you get some of those NECA figures inside of those. And Ian, you look terrified right now. (laughs) (laughs) Terrified? (laughs) what do you mean <laughs> like, your face is just like ah like you're like oh my god i gotta get these figures <laughs> Like i need the secret of these figures right now <laughs> uh, but no, uh, i guess
1: for, for me it's different like where i live just because you know i guess everything's mainly imported yeah so sometimes it depends how popular they are elsewhere um whether the stores want to get them in and some of these stores is insane like how much they they price them up and in other places you know they they sell them at really reasonable prices, so it just depends on on you know who's releasing them and how popular they are, um, how easy they are to get hold of. Yeah, because exactly. the secret to these ones, they actually I think they before they announced them, uh, before they released them, they said they're gonna make these widely available, like everybody will be able to get these. Yeah, and now you've seen them on eBay for like three four times the price.
0: Yeah, just wait it out, man. Just wait it out. Like that initial pack, like they came out with that like video that VHS copy pack. Um mm-hmm. that'll be hard to find, but you'll be able to get those figures eventually. Um, and they're really just head swaps and slightly different paint apps to the first ones yeah, so that- to be honest. It's probably better if I can't get them. <laughs> you know, it's just <laughs> well, yeah. You don't know sometimes. Want to- I just I just
1: think like I want them, but it'd be nice if they don't come here. Just, <laughs> yeah. just say save, save me some money,
0: save you a few bucks. All right, man. Well, let's uh before we start talking ET here. Um, is there any last things for you for for 2023 you know like i said like lego marvel legends and kind of sitting in that vintage space is is where where i am and that kind of leads us into the et thing but is there anything else for you for for 23 before we uh get our guests we jump our guests back up on up on here uh, and, uh, i, I guess no
1: as I, as i said maybe for me it's mainly just like the i'm going to go to the, the larger scale to the the six scale i think um probably sc- scale back on the smaller stuff uh just because it's just nicer to to kind of display them it's easier you don't have to buy as many of them uh one thing i'll probably get into a little bit more is also statues nice uh, i know carlos is is kind of big on the statues so i'll probably be asking him for a lot of advice but good thing with statues is i think me living here with it being so humid in the the summers and and so cold and, and dry in the winters i'm always worried about you know are these figures gonna last very long um kind of fake leathers the, the pleathers and stuff or the the paint application on the smaller scale stuff. Good thing with the, the statues is, you know, they're posed. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of really sturdy static. and static. Yeah. You don't have to worry I'm uh... not going to have to worry about them. I got like, a... let me see if I can grab this thing. I think people I love it, man. I love seeing it. This. Yes. But this cool. guy.
0: Oh, Dude. Let me move that over. This thing from Star Wars Visions. That's insane. I've never seen that before. Is probably
1: this is is from Code the Book yet? It's the Art Artifacts line. Um, This was really random because it's sold out everywhere. I remember seeing it on display in a store, but it actually had a big sold out sign. And this was another one like Amazon. Amazon just knew like they they basically sent me a recommendation, and it was so cheap. It just seemed like they were trying to get rid of some excess stock. And that's yeah. Look at the detail on that.
0: Holy look at the size of the cape. This is this is one of the Sith from I don't know what episode this is from.
1: No, um, this he's not. I don't. He's not a Sith actually. He's actually one of the good guys, isn't he? I think it's the very first episode. So he yeah, it's to say. He's
0: got a red he, lightsaber?
1: He's like a samurai. He does have a. I think yeah, the whole show's kind of black and white, isn't he? And yeah. He has the the lightsabers are red. Um, I I don't know. I can't remember what happens in that episode. Does he say he's not a Jedi? I don't remember. It is
0: lightsaber. one of the best ones though.
1: Yeah. Um, but again, like this was actually one of the most exciting things I've opened. And it was just really just a big surprise for me. Because when I opened it, the shock of just how detailed it was. And big. it's just so nice to put together. It's kind of like a Lego piece where you're just popping things on and clicking things in. And it kind of steadily comes together. And once it's complete,
0: you're like, whoa, look at that thing. It's, it's insane. That. That's wow. Yeah. It just it terrifies me how many breakable pieces <laughs> On that but
1: this but the thing with the cutable artifacts this is just it's like hard plastic
0: yeah okay so it's actually it's not really brittle.
1: it's not brittle like this thing will fall off my shelf if there's a earthquake and it'll probably survive a lot better than the the hot toys or the, the smaller scale especially oh, yeah, the that. mafics and um but yeah like it just made me think like you know statues aren't such a bad thing because you know you can't pose a hot toy like this
0: yeah and i guess but for your environment too like you're saying it's pretty important that you're not having things that are they're getting damaged by humidity or, or the, it's crazy. Like we, I live in a spot that's the, it's pretty consistent. Like the, it's dry as like, there's no moisture here. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about mold or anything like that. But um, uh, man, that's so cool. Yeah. So statues moving away from the six inch. Like I'll tell you, it has been uh, one of the most cathartic things I've done for collecting in the last year is I've sold a lot of stuff and nothing that I would consider super valuable. It was stuff that I had picked up between, say, 2015 2017 that just was kind of like Star Wars and MCU fodder, and I just had no place for it. I didn't display it, and I said, "Why am I holding on to this? It's just sitting in a bin in my storage area." And so I started selling stuff, and I'm like, "Okay, this is funding." Like I bought, I sold stuff, and I bought three shelving units with the stuff I sold, and I've been buying like all my figures and everything I've been buying. I've been using. Just recycling the money, and so it's been a kind of a cool way to to refund my my nerd room and my collecting by mm-hmm. taking stuff that I would have no plan on ever displaying, has no sentimental or nostalgic value, and just pitching it, selling it, and then putting that money directly back into the nerd room.
1: Yeah, that's that's good. I think I mean I've talked to you guys about it with the selling. Like it's a little bit harder here for me, mm. um, and there's some stuff that I've tried to shift and I, I can't. But it's definitely. Uh, Definitely a good idea. And I do think I'm going to do the same thing, especially with the, the, the Marvel Legends.
2: Yeah. Um, some of them def-
1: graphics, They're not, they they some of them actually increase in value and I'm not trying to make a profit. I'm just trying to get what I pay for back, yeah. back from them. Um, yeah, but yeah, a little loss is,
0: is better than like, it just collecting dust or whatever, if you don't enjoy it, right? You, if you pay 30 bucks for it and you can sell it for 25 or 20, even 20, I've kind of just said like, let's, let's just kind of get this stuff moving and yeah. sometimes we got price stuff to move and so before we transition here so we're going to go over and talk about something that uh that kind of fits in this like new collecting space for me for 2023 and um i didn't realize until recently how big of an et fan you were either um and no, I... and so it's kind of inspired me quite a bit on this front but i just want to just want to give a shout out to to phil what's going on he's uh like he said he's had a um some neck of luck over at target what's going on in the chat there sergio of course is is back he was back um in uh on his stream this week so it's good to see sergio back from house and nerd um he's talking about that Ronin figure as well he's familiar with the comic book uh jeff what's up what's going on talking about the uh the last Ronin figure too so everyone's uh everyone's in the chat here throwing what you guys are collecting what you guys are planning for 2023 but let's talk some et and you know you and I have been talking quite a bit about E.T., and it's been something that um, has, like, this real nostalgic piece in my heart, but I've never really collected E.T. before. Cookie's mm-hmm. in the chat as well. What's going on? Um, and so I kind of found something that, like, got me going, and then I've just kind of snowballed from there. But I mentioned E.T. to our friends over at Gathering of the Geeks, and both of them were like, shoot, you know, we love E.T., I said, like, let's 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 you Chris, Chris, watched E.T. last month. Uh, and so <laughs> so I said to the guys, I said, you know, right after your stream, they just finished their stream. So go over to Gathering the Geeks, check out the stream. They talked about comic books. It was, it was a lot of fun. The chat was was a riot. It was all going there, but we said jump over after your stream if you guys got the time. And so um we got these guys coming over. So we've got uh Chris and mm-hmm. Emmett from uh, Gathering of the Geeks. What's going on, my boys? We've got nerds. We've got geeks in the room. How hey. are you guys doing? Great stream tonight. Thank you. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Doing, I'm doing good. How are you guys?
0: Oh, man. Talking toys. You know, I'm here with my boy, Ian. You know, we're, we're crossing. we got four different time zones on the stream right now. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> so it's it's So it's everywhere between being too late for a Sunday night to being already Monday morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's... uh So yeah, so guys uh Emmett or chris why don't you guys take a shot here while you're on the stream um like this is both for for our youtube channel and for our podcast too so why do you tell the people that are listening that are watching on the replay what you guys are all about before we start talking about some et figures here and et in general
3: Emma is better at Chris. that, go ahead
0: Emma, <laughs> give her
2: uh, yeah. Chris and, I, Chris and I host a, a, a podcast and YouTube show called Gathering the Geeks We do a live show every Sunday at uh, 9pm Eastern Where we just kind of ramble on about what we read and what we watched um, that week uh, Sometimes we have a topic, but most of the time we don't Because we're awfully lazy with most uh, our planning most of the time but, We uh, had graphics tonight though We had yeah videos. graphics, it's, yeah still Pretty fancy, yeah uh, even fancy. even Christmas that's why I told them I was impressed. You see, brother, we're fancy tonight. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we're we're pretty casual fans about lots of different things, uh, lots of different things, and we obviously obviously uh, often try to put a positive spin on yes. lots of different things, which we find is very enjoyable to do. So, so gathering of the geeks available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Yeah. So hook in, go get those guys a sub. Uh, plug into the podcast here we've got our boy zeddy in the house you know look at that <laughs> look at that the flash my uh my bo- one of my box office uh my uh picks there that uh that, that zeddy's been trying to trying to get off me here so poor, poor um, zeddy yeah, he's, uh... he's, just, he's talking about the amount of money oh, he's going to put. can't get over
2: how often he brings up that he doesn't have Mission Impossible. It's just sickening. <laughs> like, oh, man. We get oh, it. That, Tom. that was he painful to watch. It. Painful to watch. I made
1: him a little Fast 10 poster just to try and make him feel better. That was good. Yeah. I think it worked. I hope it
3: does. Yeah. Well, just we, just all like have see because, we all have to see Wonka for Zeddy.
0: I'm not seeing anything anything that's on my list I'm not seeing it I'm not not paying for it I'm not adding to the totals (laughs) if you guys don't know what we're talking about we had our fantasy box office pool it's on this channel on YouTube it's also in our podcast feed. we can listen to myself and Carlos and the boys from Vigilante 1939 do a huge draft for this year where we're picking our films and it's about domestic grosses here and so we've got a whole bunch uh, a lot of fun over there so go check that out but let's talk about et boys here look so ian and i we started chatting about et previously and um i got started thinking like you know et came out in 1982 it's got it's like a spielberg film it was a box office juggernaut it's iconic and but it's not something that i ever had figures from it's a little bit before my time um, you know, I was kind of in the later 80s collecting Ghostbusters and Ninja Turtles and E.T. had kind of come and gone by that point as far as his theatrical run and even the toys. And so I personally have never seen a lot of E.T. toys, but you and I were chatting and I was in a um, there's a, a, a shop here in Calgary where, where I live. And I'm just going to play this video here. And this is kind of what really got me got me going about E.T. This guy had an, um, a huge E.T. collection. And so we'll go into some of this stuff, but like I was looking at this, and I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Like this stuff is amazing. It's so eighties, and a lot of
2: Atari. Yeah, yeah. well, do yeah. yeah. the story it's behind this Atari. Just, We're gonna get it's into this Atari. Eighty percent like Atari. Games. Yeah, jeez, <laughs> <man. laughs> it's,
0: it's actually, to be fair, it is a secondhand video um, video game store. Um, But the the significance of these Atari games, and I'm going to buy a handful of them, is. This was apparently—I've never played it. Apparently, it was like one of the worst video games of all time, <laughs> and it was difficult to play. And they, what they did with these, there's so many of them left over. They just went and put them in a dump. All these games, um, in the boxes and everything, just dump them. So we're not dealing with these. We're not dealing. We're not paying for storage. And then in 2014, there's—I think it's called Atari Game Over, maybe. There's a documentary. They went and found them and dug them up from the uh from a landfill and then they started selling them. <laughs> like you get these for like depending on the condition like I think they're like 7, 8 bucks, but like it's a little cool piece of of nostalgia that sits in there and it's got like this really weird backstory that they're all inside this like dump, this landfill <laughs> um because the game sucks so much. Um <laughs> But it's, it's funny because it's, like, one of the most, at that time, one of the most successful um, movies. And then you've got this game. You've got this console that's pretty pretty new. And the game just sucks, I guess. I have no idea. I've never played it. But, like, when have I look back... It?
1: Have you seen it? The, it it's, I mean, it looks bad. I don't think terrible. I ever played it. I think I had a, an ET game on the Commodore 64. But it, I don't think it was the same as the Atari one. But it does look... Yeah, it does look really, really bad.
0: Mm. <laughs> I don't even know what the premise of the game would be. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> well, I mean,
1: like the graphics back then were, were terrible anyway, but it's you know, it's something that resembles E.T. and it seems to be kind of like, like a base platform. square. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like a base square. That's exactly it's a base what it's square like, that like. moves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, well that's that's kind of what started the conversation. It kind of got me thinking, okay, I, I should I start collecting E.T. like Spielberg? It's of that era and i went digging through my um my vhs collection uh more recently and i found this mm-hmm. like wow. this is very well used like this is something my dad and i watched a lot and like the iconic green top to this i don't know if this green is top. everywhere yeah. yeah but like in canada this is like the like the green that's what i had i had that one too yeah the like green top. and it's just like beautiful like this box wow. like it's I love that it's so beat up to you. Like, this is like my personal one. I I took from home when during the pandemic, when I was there, we drove out. I said, I'm taking all my old VHS and, and that came. And I love having like collection pieces and thing like VHS. I use as accents for, for all this. So, so Ian, I, we kind of started this, this journey or you've been well on the journey before I kind of hopped in, but, but what's the connection for you and ET Um, in, in both like, kind of that nostalgia and then you know extend out into the the collecting piece of it
1: yeah well et was a a funny one i guess i think i've talked to you about this before but like et i always say you know when people ask like what's your favorite movie i always find it a difficult question to answer like you know depends what mood i'm in or depends Mm -hmm. you know what i want to watch at the time Uh, i don't really always i wouldn't really say i have a best movie or what is the best movie but E.T. is something that I probably would say is my number one movie of all time. And it's not just because I think the movie is a great movie. I think it's a perfect movie, but it's the experience that I had with that movie as a child. I think it's the first movie I ever saw in a movie theatre, which is a big one. And it's something that I just really remember. I remember watching that in a movie theatre. I remember that whole experience. It's also the first movie that I remember watching at home mm-hmm. with my family. And it's the movie that I, my parents so often talk about when it's something that's related to like uh, how a movie affects you emotionally. Like, you know, with my, my oldest daughter, when she was young, I think the first movie I actually saw her watch and sit down and enjoy was The Iron Giant. Mm-hmm. And just seeing her emotion when The Iron Giant flies, you know, her getting upset at the end just seeing her go for that experience. And my parents always say that that's the one, E.T. is always the one that they remember that for me, you know, me crying my eyes out at the end. And it's burned into my brain. It's something that I always remember. I always had that love for E.T. I always knew that it was going to end badly and I was going to be distraught. But then I knew I could always return to it. And I remember the, the videotape that we had. Um, you know, I remember the toys that I had as a kid I had this kind of like pleather... Et, uh, toy which started to fall to pieces. Um, I had these little the, the spaceship that you could kind of pull back and and go yeah, forward. The little
0: round one, yeah,
1: the yeah, little round one. And there wasn't there wasn't that many toys around back then. So like anything that you could get, any et um, toys that you could get were you know really meaningful. So for me, like et, I love everything about et. Like it's just something that just brings back really good memories. Um, I try and surround myself in this room. Like I've got et. I've got like ET cushions. <laughs> I've got I got what's there and Elliot I'm on the back of my chair here. Um but yeah, it's just something that if ever I think about it, you know, if I even talk about certain scenes in that movie it kind of makes me well up, makes me really happy. So I've, I feel it's the movie that I've got the strongest connection to uh, out of any other movie.
0: Yeah, man. Like they're saying here it's it's no one does this like Spielberg. Like you go through the 80s into the 90s, like some of the best movies of all time have got his DNA and fingerprints all over them. And E.T. is kind of, kind of at the start of all this, right? It's it's not the start, but it's, it's close to. And it's just phenomenal. Now, Emmett, when I said we're talking E.T. here, you said, all right, I'm in. You know, you're, you're two hours ahead of me. And so it's a Sunday <laughs> night. It's late already. What about E.T. kind of got you saying... Hell, I'm gonna jump over to the stream, and I'm just gonna keep going. <laughs> well, What's the it, connection? It, it's it's a lot of what Ian is saying, but like the the
2: connection for me is that VHS tape, Tim. Like the VHS tape when I was growing up was everything. Like even like in lots of different VHS tapes. Like i think about like like Batman '89, like yeah. the iconic cover. Like there's something yeah, about VH, VHS too. tapes to me that is very iconic to me, and, and like. Uh, my dad bought VHS tapes when I was younger and they just kind of were in the house. I never, you know, really understood him coming home with a new VHS. Like, oh, we've got something to watch. Like it's just like it was always there. And that's what ET was to me. It was like it was just always there. Mm-hmm. It's just always there if you need to watch it or if you need to experience it. And then throughout my life, that's what I do. Like, oh, it's just if I want to watch ET, I want to feel and like Ian is saying, it's it's a feeling. That movie is a feeling. It's mm-hmm. it's 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 like it's all it's more or less an experience the way you go through it. And you know, I I like movies with kids in them, and I like them on both different uh, both spectrums. There's the hopeful and optimistic nature of of ET, and then there's the 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 more pessimistic way with something like um, Sleepers or Stand By Me. Like the idea oh. of of being young forever with when you, when you're a kid, it, it's always something that really is interesting to me. And the, the idea about ET of like of Elliot and his you know, is overzealous optimism and his, his, his no fear is always something that I strive towards as a 35 year old man. Yeah, Like if I could I be didn't. Elliot and ET my whole life, I would do it. You know, like the kid is just, just like uh, never backing down. I love, uh, that's something I, I always think about as, as a kid and m- my kids are getting older, like Elliot's, you know, demeanor and his, his preserve for never backing down and never saying no and never being scared of things that can be, Quite scary for a young kid like that it's just like it's the everlasting nature and that's why the movie is so perfect why it is one of the best of all time and one of you know often people's uh most favorite movies because of the everlasting nature of of the the honesty and the the optimism of of, of a child mm-hmm. of, of the youth you know <laughs> the youth of this world are, are eventually going to save us all maybe one day but the idea of elliot is 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 a beacon of optimism is something that's attracted me to et and the movie's just a lot of good fun it's got you know it's done a ton of star wars references in it yes. which is a, a lot of fun and when you juxtapose that to like phantom menace when you see et's uh mm. in the movies like it's kind of a, a relation, um a pop culture uh, experience and that's the other thing it's just a it's a pop culture phenomenon like yeah. elliot on his bike over the moon like that's a, an iconic moment everyone knows Um, everyone can think about exactly
0: Spielberg's companies uses that as their like you see that like at the start of so many movies here and it's it's funny and like one of the consistent things in here that that I'm seeing just in the chat too you know from um from Sergio and Zeddy and it's the idea like you're saying of this concept of VHS and it's it's something actually or at least the tapes themselves like you've got things like E.T., I would say Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. uh, the Star Wars trilogy, of course, the box set, Batman '89. Those mm-hmm. are ones that like everybody had, and they're films that you like. Look at like the, the, this, the condition of this thing, like it's worn to pieces. And I, I was laid up this weekend, and I have millions of hours of content at my fingertips, at my disposal, and I'm scrolling through Netflix and Disney Plus and all these things, and. I find that things are just so disposable now and I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what to watch. There's nothing I wanted to watch. There's like, I'm a huge MCU fan, but I had no desire to go back and rewatch any of those movies. But like, what are the movies that I will go back and rewatch? I'll put on the background. E.T., Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones, Star Wars. Like these movies can just like, they're they're almost kind of like the, the films. And I don't know if it's a generational thing, but it just I don't seems know if it's, that,
1: it, do you think it's because we get too much these days i', I don't 100%, know, like yeah like there's nothing that's et special. i saw et in the cinema which was crazy yeah. like i mean it was came out before i was born but i actually still could go and see that in a movie theater yeah so well, like, just these, nothing, these films...
0: everything is disposable like that's how our lives are are set up your computer doesn't work you get a new one your printer doesn't work you get a new one your car doesn't work you get a new one we got a comic book movie this week we're gonna have one in two weeks we got a new, you know what i mean mm-hmm. like there and there's just so much of it that it just becomes kind of that thank you next or it becomes disposable. And that's, I think like these, these VHSs and I think what we'll talk about here in a few minutes is some of these toys is that even toys these days, there's just, my kids got a thousand toys yeah. and I don't think they like any of them mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest with you. Like it, it's it's really funny where I have like this, like such a strong connection to, you know, a couple of these different franchises that I would say kind of define my childhood. What about you? What about you, Chris? Um, talk to me about et here
3: okay so like ian mentioned i just discovered this movie um (laughs) i had never seen it when i was a kid so i don't have the attachment that you guys do i was aware of it um probably more just because the character like i had seen the character and stuff advertisements whatnot i rode the ride at universal studios but i didn't know what it was (laughs) i was like why are we on a bike what is this um so Years went by and people kept talking about it. More recent, last year or so, it became a thing. Why haven't you seen E.T.? Ian was one of those people. Why have you not seen E.T.? <laughs> and so I finally broke down and watched it. I want to say October or November. I don't remember. By the way.
0: Did you watch it? Did you go to see it? Because Zeddy's just saying they did an IMAX release last year. Because last year is the 40th anniversary. So did you see it in theaters wow. or did you watch no. it on at home? No,
3: I was still at that. I'll get to it. It's on my list phase that yeah. I do. <laughs> and then, uh, yes, <laughs> it came to a point where I was like, okay, I have nothing else to watch anyway. ET happens to be on a streaming service. Let's get this done. And uh, I fell in love with it instantly. Like, yeah. I know you guys had the emotions as a kid, as an adult. I was in shambles at the at the ending. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why yeah. does ET gotta go? Why can't Elliot go with them? <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. It, it's just, um, I don't think age matters with this one, it is just no. so special. And Steven Spielberg knows how to get you. Whether it's with a T-Rex that saves the day unexpectedly or an alien that likes candy, he gets you. He gets you captivated and reeled into his world. And like Emma was saying, Elliot is such an amazing child character because normally these characters in movies are not as well-rounded as that Mm. character was. They're mostly one note. It's just, okay, this is my alien friend and that's it. We're going to be mm-hmm. together forever. Life is great. This kid had an understanding. E.T. can die. E.T. gets hungry. E.T.'s got to go home. He had an understanding. So that was cool. But also, like, Drew Barrymore in this movie is amazing, too, for being so young.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And,
3: and have you guys seen the story she talks about on a recent, I forgot what talk show it was, maybe it was her own, about how Steven uh... Spielberg made the alien, the, the puppet, keep going for
1: her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great this? story.
3: Uh, no. she didn't realize et was a puppet she thought et yeah, e. yeah. was real on set Whoa. so between takes and stuff she would go to the puppet and steven spielberg realized that and he would instruct the puppeteers to make et move and speak so that the illusion the was puppeteers never broken. Were
1: always on set when she was on set it was right. crazy yeah yeah the illusion That's was never cool. broken
3: for her very cool oh
1: but, um, but i actually learned i learned the thing actually I only learned it very recently with E.T. that I didn't know. Did you know that E.T. Spielberg um filmed that whole movie chronologically
3: in order? Oh, really? oh, really?
1: He never so usually with the with movies, you know, you, you film whether or you're on location mm-hmm. and, and whatever. He made sure that he filmed the whole thing chronologically so that the kids grew up with E.T., so they spent time with E.T. Mm-hmm. So ah, the cool. end scene where there's the goodbye is the real goodbye. They never saw E.T. after that point. So they spent this whole time going through these scenes with E.T. and E.T. being part of all their film sets. So then at the end, basically, the kids were told, this is the last time you're going to see E.T. Like, This is a real goodbye to E.T. So that's why it feels probably so genuine because they'd spent probably like a year or more filming this thing and seeing this character and become a big part of their lives. That's and then so this cool. was their goodbye to it. And he apparently purposely, he did that on purpose because he wanted to capture, you know, the, the children's emotions and everyone's emotion on set, saying goodbye to E.T. and not being able to see him again. So I think no, that was a really...
0: Sadder. Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good, thing, the good thing, Chris, about E.T. specifically is that there's literally hundreds of toys... Mm -hmm. Uh, that you can recapture those emotions and preserve some of that, not only with just the VHS, but we were lucky enough to go through the 40th anniversary. Now that was last Mm -hmm. year in 2022, 1982, of course Mm -hmm. to 2022. And so there's a whole bunch of stuff that recently came out. And so there's all these like accessible ET toys right now that when Ian and I started talking, I was like, like this is perfect because this is going to fit on the shelf. Nice. And, um one of the things that that i want to get at some point because as mentioned here is this universal ride i gotta get some merch Mm -hmm. from that universal ride because i rode that when i was a kid as well and the the things that were coming out more recently so for those that that have been watching for a long time or for those that are new i'm a pez collector and this is something that came out um this year that i was i was pretty stoked at getting is is these really cool pez like You've got one with the like with the hoodie on and then, of course, kind of like the plane. And now I'll probably keep this in box because this is kind of like at the 40th anniversary box. As you can kind of see right there. Um, but again, kind of I walk in in stores and you're seeing like E.T. merch on the shelves again. Yeah. I was like, this is yeah. freaking cool. And then, the, then, then it starts, right? You get down the rabbit hole and... You Get to the next thing, and this is where where Ian, you and I have been talking a lot about kind of this more recent stuff. And um, you can see over Ian's left shoulder there, you can start to see his clash. You got like Funko Pops that, that have dropped. Um, and then this is this is something that I got uh I got for you, Ian. Um, not for you, but uh I got well oh, show this one off. This is a recent thing too, right? That's this cool. is uh oh, Oh, yeah, this was a, a NECA. Yeah, NECA thing. <laughs> That like that, him on the bike over the moon. I I said, like yeah, NECA that's keys. another one where I'm not sure. Oh, God, can they've hidden the face? Can
1: can I get the face on there? there oh, ET's it is. It is, right. right. Elliot, not so much. Hey, it's he's right. okay. it's right. <laughs> he
3: looks close enough. It's a kid. It's a kid in the hoodie.
0: Yeah, that's that's cool. That's a NECA piece. But speaking about NECA, so I grabbed the ultimate. Um, oh you, know. ah, you one up me, man! Look at no, this. This isn't. This is just the ultimate. This isn't the. There's the. There's the one with the light in it. I didn't go that high. Ah, so this i is Jay, that the, I think it's the same one you got. So that's, that's the. Uh, the this is kind. Of, I picked this up this weekend. Nice. Um, and so you got et. You got the speak and spell. You've got the plants, of course. Um, hand swaps. You got a blanket that goes over them. And so this goes again. You know, I was showing off the Back to the Future thing earlier. Um, there is a. I can't remember what they call them. It's an ultimate, but like an ultimate ultimate. Where actually there's like an LED in his chest yeah. and you can push it. I decided and it...
1: against that because the LED when it's off,
0: yeah, it kind of looks darker. So it looks it doesn't look so good on this. Yeah, you I can think. see the line there's a line on his chest, actually. You can see it.
1: Yeah. It didn't, didn't look as good. Like, it comes with like it comes with like the umbrella and all the those extra yeah. equipment and stuff. But I just so thought, like, good. if I get that, it's just you're gonna have to display it all. I well, like that ex- one better because it's more the iconic scenes, you know. Exactly. You want the speaking it, spell and this, all that. Sheet on, yeah. And
0: I thought like with NECA, like this will come out of the box for me. You know, my plan is to take a few things like these PEZ, the VHS, that NECA piece and kind of just have a small little display in, in my nerd room and kind of like what Ian's got there. And I'm just going to pop up actually because there's a um, uh, I'm just going to add. So these are a whole bunch of the toys. These are like the 80s toys. And I've also been looking at this stuff being like, okay, do I need to get into to this? And I kind of want to have an accent piece or two, but um, this is the kind of the, the main license holder was LJN, which mm-hmm. if you guys have heard that before, it's probably because of the big rubber wrestlers. Um, <laughs> so this was preceded that. Uh, but there's a couple of like really cool pieces here. Like I don't, do you have any of these Ian? I know you have some of the stuff back home. Um, some of the like, stuff
1: back home, yeah. I have the, I think on the list there is the, I still have it, the Spaceship, it's not the launch, it's the kind of pullback one. So I know exactly which one you're
0: talking about there. I don't know if it's on, I don't know if LJN did that or not. Um, but it almost kind of looked like a McDonald's toy.
1: Yeah, but I think most of the E.T. stuff did. Like everything was really small scale. Yeah. All of those ones, those card back ones are really hard to get now. And if you yeah. do, they're, they're just destroyed. Because there's no kind of cover on the actual card. So they're, yeah. they're falling to pieces. And the plastic is, is kind the... of yellowed on a lot of them as well.
0: Yeah, there's that Neca throwbacker that they did. The most iconic one, I think, that you can probably you can find this one pretty easily. Loose is this guy with like the big. It looks kind of weird with the big red thing on his chest. That, that does look weird. Um, it's but, like something in a
3: doctor's office. Oh, like, yeah. So many of the <laughs> yeah,
0: it's it's funny though because like when you look at ET, like when you have that like connection to to the character from the films and that, but when you look at it, he's not like it's it's a pretty ugly ugly thing, right? And so like merchandising this kind of ugly alien, like it's very endearing to me, but I can see how people would be like, eh, maybe that's not, not quite for me. There's a few, like, I'll probably end up getting like one of those like LJN and then there's like one other like weird plastic ones. Um, and then there's of course, like the, like I had on the, um, on that video, there's the, uh, the big stuffed animals too. You can get, and I think those Mm -hmm. are probably a little bit more popular because, um, they're not as ha- accurate to how kind of ugly this the <laughs> ET actually was. Um, yeah, I think
1: it's in that I, I told you about it before with the the visual hi- dictionary, the history of, of yeah. ET, and apparently, like Universal pitched the idea of these toys to so many companies, and everybody was just no. Yeah, like, Hasbro was them just down like it's ugly, it's yeah. scary, kids aren't going to want to play with this. And I think it was like only Toys R Us were the only company that at first said, you know, we'll actually start selling some of of these toys. Um, It did
0: pretty good. Like, the LJN stuff did, I think, reasonably well at the time. Um, you got to think that coming off the back end of of Star Wars, and so your Star Wars toys are starting to to wane. Um, I guess they hadn't got to Return of the Jedi yet, so you're kind of in the midst of it. So kind of the worst part, actually. (laughs) But... um, But there's stuff that's out there. Like, I looked locally on, like, Kijiji and Facebook Marketplace, and there's stuff out there. And so there's some nice accent pieces to be had there. But it's when you think of iconic toys of the 90s, though, E.T. is not one that jumps out at you.
3: No, I didn't know there was so much E.T. merchandise until more recently. I I knew about the game because I'd heard the story about the bonfire and everything. I'd heard that. Mm. But I didn't know there was so many toys and, and different things like that. Like, Ian has pillows. I didn't know those yeah. existed. The
0: blanket on his back there.
1: Well, yeah. this was at some store. Some store had this blanket. It was this one, and there was another one. It's like this pink one. My wife got them me for Christmas. Like these <laughs> these blankets. And there was like a Christmas decorations. So you had these yeah. baubles. Um, and she knew how much I liked E.T., so she started to pick up all this stuff. But I don't as I mean I don't think it's something that's kind of readily available at lots of different stores. It was just like a kind of collaboration, I guess.
0: Yeah, like Jeff saying here. Um, the the speaking spells coming I if I could get my hands on like an eighty speaking spell, I would definitely put it in the display. Like, I think it'd be so cool. Absolutely. I awesome. think
1: the thing that stood out for me as a kid was the lunchbox. I think the lunchbox is one of the most. You got one of those behind kind of, you, don't you, or at
0: least a well? Re-release. No, this
1: is this isn't this is not so good, man. This is just like a re-release thing that came uh, out yeah. recently, but it's it doesn't look vintage. It looks very new. Um. There is one that's a really famous one. It's like a really old print. I've seen some people putting pictures of it on, on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, I think the lunchbox was one that you know, a lot of kids in my school had that that lunchbox. It's something that people are, kind of reminds them of the movie.
0: Yeah, the lunchboxes were cool and the, the stuffed animals, that was something that, that you had, right? Well, um, this is
1: I'm trying to get this book. This is the one I had. This one, can you see that? Okay. So yeah, yeah. He was oh, like, yeah. His
0: See, that's, so, yeah. that's much
1: nicer. Yeah, he much looks much nicer. nicer mm-hmm. But he was made of like this really thin kind of pleathery material. So mm-hmm. you know, you kind of take him, take him to bed, and you wake up in the morning and you've just got these little browns pieces like, stuck together. Yeah, your those face. things never, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Is it the it's the yellow one you're talking about, right? The yellow lunchbox. Yeah. Is um what's his name? Nimes. Uh yeah. Jurassic
1: Park Nimes. He's I've seen his display recently on Twitter, and he has has one. It's like a yellow, and it's I think it's Elliot and, uh, and E.T. together, but it's like a really old kind of cartoony picture. Of yeah, it looks of really good.
0: I'm trying to find – I was going to share it here, but I can't find my uh, ability to share a screen. I've, oh, there it is. Um, I think I've got it here. It's this yellowy-looking one. I've got eBay up. So if you want to do a live buy, in, um, well, we, <laughs> we can do that. It's there, uh, they're only about 100 bucks. Wow. Okay. That's Ooh. not so bad. So there's, there's some cheaper ones there. I got the thermos as well. Um, I, lo- I love stuff like this. Like this is the type of stuff. Like if I'm hunting in a, a vintage toy shop or whatever, and I see something like this, like I, I almost always walk away. And it's, I don't have like a huge connection to this, but I think it just speaks so much to, to the time Um, about like these things. And there's this, you know, there's uh, this dinner tray too pops up once in a while. On uh you can kind of see it on the top right there as dinner tray pops up once in a while in the secondary market, too. It's like, do I need to buy an ET dinner tray? I don't know. Sure like, do. I've been I've been trying to like shed things, and I'm like, Well, maybe I'm gonna buy this lunch bottle or this <laughs> you know, I mean you mean? never I'm have like, too many trays. This is true, It's <laughs> <This is> true. <laughs> you need to bring back dinner trays. I think you do. <laughs> I on a Batman, one. but um <laughs> Ian, is there is there anything last things you want to say here about about eT? You know, with things like with NECA and anniversaries, you know, we got the 40th year, 10 years. You know, we're still going to be live streaming, so we'll be able to talk about the EG 50th anniversary. Who knows what they're going to come out with? But is um is there anything specific that uh, that you'd like to have or want or you know, when you do get back home, you're gonna are you gonna go up to that attic and kind of pull everything out and, and bring it back home to Japan?
1: Yeah, I guess so. I think like you, you've you've kind of inspired me a little with your your vintage collecting. Um, we were talking about it the other day with the the turtles, the Super Seven turtles, against the the vintage ones. And I think you know I'm starting to think, you know, when I collect things to kind of chase that feeling. And I think mm-hmm. that's why vintage is is a good good route to go. So I probably will go up the in the attic and see what I've, I can find. Uh, some of it actually I do have in my my old room. I don't know if it's still there now. Um, But they're just like those those kind of little pieces. Yeah. But a lot of it is still still quite hard to to get hold of. I'm I'm surprised that I know I think I did see that it it went on to the IMAX uh, for the 40th anniversary last Mm -hmm. year. Um, But yeah, it didn't come here, and that's something I'd love to see. I'd love to actually experience it on on the big screen again. Yeah. Uh, Well, that
0: was when I where I went to university. There used to be some small theaters that would periodically play things like et and jurassic park and all these things on on re-release and so that was cool you don't see that as much anymore those little theaters are yeah. are, are hard to come by but um they
1: sometimes do these, the the ones with the concert as well it's like that you go and watch the concert oh yeah, yeah. And, and the they music do that. and you watch it oh, totally oh, good. Good. that'd be that'd be incredible that'd yeah, be so cool. john
0: williams score man i think that won uh oscar EC won the oscar for best um best score for for that year so but as we wrap up here guys we've got uh gathering the geeks you know really appreciate you guys jumping over here chatting some et um emmett chris any any final words and then also plug what you guys are what you guys are doing you know every single week every single sunday i love plugging into the chat here you guys are reading what you guys are watching you always keep me on my toes because i'm like oh shoot i'm so far behind everything. i feel like such <laughs> yeah. an old man because you guys are just like <laughs> boom, boom 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 just hitting everything so emmett like yes. download us a little bit uh on uh I guess what you're looking forward to in 23 in any of the space or, or whatever, just kind of give me something here to kind of close out.
2: Well, there's a lot to look forward to this year and that's, Mm -hmm. what's exciting um, in variety of different things. So Chris and I just talked about the DCU slate. There's variety in the Mm -hmm. DC slate, you know, there's variety for TV and for movies and video games and, 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 and lots of different things. So that's what I'm looking forward to is, is variety and, you know, finally getting some stuff that we've been waiting a long time for, uh, specifically in the DC stuff. Um, you know, I, I wish I was into toys. You guys, I watch, I watch you guys all the time. I watch Tim. I watch your, <laughs> your, your room stuff, uh, Ian. I love watching when you go to the stores um, in, in Japan, and it's just like it seems like otherworldly to me in toys. Like I, I, I have a hard enough time buying a comic every week. You know, four ninety nine. I can't imagine. And the, the money that you guys spend on, on toys, but it's the passion, man. I love the passion of toy collectors. And that's, that's something that uh, I'm envious about. Um, so uh, I, I appreciate your videos and your show and all that kind of stuff. So uh, that's also what I'm looking forward to this year is to see more of your guys' stuff. Cause I can live, uh, I, I can live my toy, <laughs> my toys through you guys. That's good. Love it. For me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man.
0: Chris, man, appreciate you jumping on here. Um, any final thoughts on ET or, uh, or what you guys are doing over at uh, Gathering the Geeks.
3: Well, thanks for having us first. Um, yeah. Uh, E.T., I'm glad I watched it finally. I really am. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. something I, I'm going to... Take it off the list. Often. Yes, it's off the list. <laughs> I enjoy it. Looking forward to watching it again. Uh, as far as looking forward to stuff, I've been really into the Universal Monsters from NECA. And yes. I I am waiting for my Dracula to come in. <laughs> they sent me the... Big Bad Toy Story sent me the email. I am checking my email every... 20 minutes or so to skip a chip I want my Dracula. Um, and you know, as far as like other toys, I love the McFarlane Dark Knight line they've been showing off. Oh, just saw the that Bane is killer, line.
0: eh? Yeah. Bane, the Build a Figure Bane, that whole line looks great.
3: That Dark Knight, I told this to Carlos, that Dark Knight McFarlane Joker, it looks better than my Mafex Joker. <laughs> Seriously. It's so. And it's much like, better.
0: what, a third of the price?
3: <laughs> yeah, maybe less.
0: Uh, it's crazy yeah. that line that, that dark Knight line is crazy they just announced
3: beautiful so i'm waiting on that and uh, of course my main effect patents and um and then you know it's flash season we'll have some more stuff to buy more stuff to throw the wallet at and wow. i look forward to that and movies got a variety i'm I'm with them looking for the variety and also getting to share that with all of our community
0: awesome mm-hmm. awesome i absolutely love it all right ian we're about to close out here brother you got any uh anything anything to close close off the stream with Ah oh, no not really just just thanks
1: to the the gathering geeks guys for for popping in it's great to share the screen with you I know try and pop into your show every week um and it's definitely something I always look forward to always a good good chat and a good group of people in the the live chats as well so yeah it's great to share the screen with you guys so thank you for popping in and yeah as in terms of excitement i mean it's the same i'm excited about all the new things that have been announced i think this is going to be a crazy year like mm. i mean this is gonna be insane. And you've got months where you you have like four or five big movies coming out in, in one month.
0: That's crazy. Um,
1: so it's 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 mad like we've got last of us. I'm gonna jump on that as soon as I get out of here, and then that's gonna go straight into Mando, which I just so so excited about. Mm-hmm. So it's just gonna be never ending. So it's gonna be a really crazy year. So it's gonna be cool to to have these shows and chat geek stuff,
0: chat nerd stuff with you guys. Um so yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be such a year of consumption of TV shows and then building on all that experience and expanding it all with the toys. It's, uh, it's going to be something else. And so like, I really appreciate everyone jumping on here, um, into the chat. We've got, you know, Jeff and Phil and Zeddy and, uh, Sergio, there's cookies around and thanks guys for jumping in and having, having a blast with us. And, you know, Zeddy just got to get one last promo out there for uh, the Fast <laughs> X trailer. He's, he's really counting on you guys for the box office fantasy draft. So if you have not experienced that, that was a lot of fun. Go back into our last live stream, which was a, a couple of weeks ago on that. And then for us here at the Nerd Room, myself, Carlos, and, and Ian, you can find everything we do over the nerdroom.net. Please give a sub to the channel. Check us out on on Podbean or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you plug in there. Um, and check out the podcast every single week where we're talking – everything stars, Marvel, DC, and beyond. This week's actually going to be this stream is going to be dropping in there to give uh, a different flavor of things, and we'll be back at it uh, next week. And you can, all our links for everyone's going to be, I'll, I'll dump them in the uh, the show notes for this as well. I'll add it onto it. So appreciate everyone dropping in, spending Sunday night with us, talking some toys, talking some movies, films, some nostalgia, it's all good. So uh, with all that being said, on behalf of everyone on the stream here, on behalf of the Nerd Room, thank you guys so much for joining us on Toy Stream Live. And we will see you guys very soon. This has been a Nerd Room Podcast production. You can find our hosts, Tim and Carlos, on Twitter at TheNerdRM and CDN, Caped Crusade R. For more content from The Nerd Room, check out TheNerdRoom.net and The Nerd Room YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe to The Nerd Room on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, wherever you plug in. Use the hashtag WeTheNerd to keep up with the latest from The Nerd Room.